officially it's the Inflation Reduction Act, but a number of people have begun calling it the Inflation Creation Act. And our guest this morning, Chief Economist with the American Legislative Exchange Council, Alec, uh, joins us to talk a little more about what's in that bill. I have heard from a number of Democrats. Well, first of all, Jonathan, thanks. I have to remember that uh, everybody else doesn't know we've talked with each other for a minute or two here already. So thanks for talk- talking with me. I appreciate it. A number of people that listen to this program that do lean uh, a Democrat have said, you know, there's there's a few things in this bill that aren't bad, that are pretty good, but I haven't heard anybody talk in any kind of detail about the goodness in the Inflation Reduction Act. Have you found any goodness? Well, I suppose in a, uh, you know, multi-hundred billion dollar package, there, there may be some things that are less bad than others. But I'll tell you, you know, everything that uh, has caught the attention, I think, of most uh, folks that are concerned about this really economic malaise that we're in, once again, with really stagflation, you know, and seeing, you know, huge increases in federal spending uh, that's going to, once again, really put the Federal Reserve in a point with inflation to continue to raise interest rates is becoming more and more painful on, on real estate markets. Just going into a recession in the real estate uh, sector, as the Wall Street Journal reported this week, you know, massive tax increases to pay for that new spending, at least some of it. And then, you know, I think the thing that has most people uh, most worked up, and they probably should, is it wasn't that long ago, Lois Lerner was uh, on the the, uh, the news every night, and there was the huge scandal at the IRS for targeting political conservatives. And here we are, just a number of years later, adding 87,000 new IRS agents projected to bring in $200 billion to the Treasury. And how are they going to do that? You know, maybe they target political conservatives, but I know, and this is the government numbers themselves, that they are going to uh, have a huge audit function on small businesses and people earning uh, under $200,000 a year up to 90% of that revenue is coming from people under $200,000 a year. Uh, That's the thing I think that uh, should probably keep most Americans awake. But there's a lot of things in this bill, obviously, that just was signed by President Biden that's going to make our economic situation not better but worse. In fact, I recently called it economic malpractice, and I think it's exactly that. Well, and I've heard from a number of people that said, hey, wait a minute, 87,000 employees, they aren't going to be, they aren't all going to be armed agents coming to your house to confiscate your stuff because you're late on your tax bill. Many of those will be answering the phones because, you know, then, then the numbers start coming out uh, that uh, whatever, I can't remember the number, 90% of the phone calls to the IRS office went unanswered because there aren't enough uh, receptionists there with information to a share so they don't answer the phone. So a bunch of the people apparently are going to be uh, phone answering receptionists, not agents uh, knocking on your door of your home or your business. Well, in some of the numbers I've seen actually show that that this $80 billion in spending increase that's going to the IRS budget uh, that would double the amount of employees, more than double, uh, I think the vast majority of that is going to the audit function at the IRS and not a taxpayer assistance function. Because I don't disagree. I mean, <laughs> if you've got problems with your taxes, taxes are way too complex. I think we should get rid of the income tax or go to a flat tax like Steve Forbes advocated 20, 30 years ago. But until that point, the IRS should be there to help tax taxpayers, not to harass taxpayers. And so I would be a big fan if we actually could use this money or some of it, we don't need all of it, to use it for taxpayer services. That's great. But don't use it uh, to lock down and target political conservatives and don't do it to harass small businesses and keep them from doing what they need to do in a very difficult economic times. And some of those people aren't really 
uh, doing illegal things. They're just right up there on the edge doing whatever they can to survive, and the IRS may change all of that. Well, that's a great point. And, you know, there's a survey done annually by Money Magazine. You maybe remember it, and maybe a lot of your listeners do, that they would give a, a hypothetical tax return to 100 different uh, specialists. <laughs> they would all have them go through and fill out how they thought they should file the tax return. And every single year, they would get 100 different answers back from the experts of how you should file that return. So I think this gets to the broader question of our tax system is way too complex. You know, people are not trying to, for the vast majority of Americans, trying to break the tax laws. They're trying to do this their darn best to file something accurately and make sure they're paying their taxes owed. Uh, what they don't need is an overly aggressive bureaucracy coming in and tying them up and uh, going through months-long or now year-long audits uh, that will keep them away from doing what they need to do, especially small business owners right now that are on the ropes. All right, so oh, I'm out of time, but one more question. It's a yeah, but question. Yeah, but is there anything good in the Inflation Reduction Act? Is it going to reduce costs of anything? <laughs> Good question. I mean, there's so many bad things, and I think people have just gotten so uh, caught up with so many of the bad policy ideas that are in this bill. And I'm sure in any massive piece of legislation, there are things that probably are just fine. Uh, unfortunately, all the big ticket items here are going to increase inflation, increase taxes, and really make this American economic recovery that much more difficult. And the yeah buts just get lost in the fray. Our guest on the Crosstalk on WIZM. Uh, from the American Legislative Exchange Council, Alec Jonathan Williams, a chief economist. Thank you. As always, it's a pleasure to speak with you, even if we don't have anything good to talk about. Thanks.